day salutations this is the tag and brando podcast my name's taggart this is my friend brandon hey ho hey ho to you sir we're coming at you with the slightly angered podcast with me and him we're gonna talk about stuff and what and such not and we're gonna enjoy it and you're gonna enjoy it and you might not what I'm just. Are you interrupting me? Thinking, yeah, I'm interrupting you. Okay. In the fact, in the fact that like, I just thinking about our nice mellow intro, and it's like, and then it just jumps into, into takes a hard hard left. Hey, I'm not super angry, <laughs> just slightly perturbed, <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. Slightly perturbed. I'm fine. Thanks for joining us. Today, like every day on a regular podcast day, we're going to talk about a question of the day that Brandon has formulated it with his mind juices. Then, we're going to talk about a triggered memory because all I do is live in the past. And then, we're going to talk about something new, the new for us this week, which happened to us. We liked it. We loved it. We talked about it at the end of this podcast, which is in the future, but I just used past tense. So thanks for joining us. Let's jump in. Hey, so this question of the day, yes, um, we're going to see how, how you kind of evaluate Things based off of is it worth the money kind of a thing. Oh, so computer, my question my question for you is yes. what super fancy thing do you think is like completely not worth it? Yes. And prefer like the base quality or not even quality just yeah. like the the simple cheap version yeah of okay great better like if you were given a choice between yeah the one with the quadruple price tag dollar 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 bill sign and the one with the single dollar bill sign you'd be uh-huh. like oh yeah give me give me four times as much of that and i'll take it right Uh, everything. <laughs> okay, that that that's kind of fair. I mean, like, there's some stuff out there that's just ridiculously expensive for no reason. I don't think I have very expensive tastes. As I've been thinking about this question, um, prior to this this conversation, maybe this is why I'm slightly mm-hmm. perturbed. Uh, I I don't seem to have very expensive tastes. And it's not that it's not that I don't like it. I get I haven't I haven't dealt with a lot of expensive things. An expensive so like, things I have dealt with. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, well, this is great, but I would never spend the money on this. <laughs> right. Never. So I'm like I'm thinking cars. Okay. Cars are great. I watch a Top Gear and I think that car looks crazy amazing. But that is expensive and there's no way I'll ever buy that. Right? Like like a Lamborghini. Like they talk about it all the time like a Lamborghini. Like Right. A Lamborghini is scary as crap to drive. Yeah, they're not like, balanced you, well. <laughs> you can't you can't see out of any of you can barely see out the windshield. Right. And it's Okay. Like, yeah. Terribly, it handles terribly. The acceleration is good, but that's bad when you're trying to not die. Right. You know? Right. And stuff. And so, yeah, if you gave somebody like a Lamborghini, it's like, and then, you know, it'd just be terrifying. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think I would want to drive a Lamborghini at all like maybe like no. around a track maybe but not no. on the street well here's the thing man you don't want to drive a non-balanced car around a track regardless so true so quick 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 aside uh 
the I was playing with my band. Well, it was, must have been over the summer or something. We played at a racetrack. It was like a race day. People could bring their cars, sign a waiver, drive around the track. They could sign a waiver. They could drag on the drag strip. Ooh, okay. And, ooh, fun track day. Thanks for coming. Some dumb child who was like 18 or something. I don't know the story. Anyways, some <laughs> somebody may have been a child, may have been a grown adult who should have known better. He took a Corvette that was mm-hmm. his or somebody's that he was related to. And he decided he would drag the Corvette. Drag race. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Right. Drag If you're not familiar <laughs> with track talk. <laughs> he, he's just, he's just putting, you know, putting the like tow rope in his mouth and he's just, you know, towing that, dragging that bus. That's right. That's right. It was a strongman competition as well. But he, uh, I don't know. A a Corvette is is worsely balanced than a Lamborghini. They're really loose in the in the front and heavy in the back, and uh, they're not a balanced car. And you don't drag a Corvette. You're dumb. So of course he tried to do it, lost control because hello. You're dumb. There's no right. Any crack. You have no traction on the front tires when the back are exactly, you know, out of exactly, exactly. So he lost the front end. He and he ran into the median and totally destroyed his car. And I was like, Oof. dude, why? What? What? So dumb. Anyways, so just an example of why. Why would I buy that? I'm gonna crash my car at some point. Might as well have a car that's. Less money, and easier to fix, and easier to replace. Um, mm-hmm. That's just where I am with the car situation. Cheese is another thing. Okay, what are what are what is like the fanciest cheese you would you have been? I mean, I have partaker of. I haven't had extremely fancy cheese, but I've had a cheese platter. I've had some goat cheese. I've had some blue cheese. I've had some camembert. I've had some uh, Havarti. I've had some, uh, I mean. Some brie? Some Gouda. I've had some brie. You know, I had some feta. I've had a lot of different kinds (laughs) of cheese, man. But I don't buy any of that stuff for a sandwich. I'm a classic cheddar boy. Sharp cheddar on my sandwich. Mm, Perfect. The bigger the black, the better. Please, I'm cutting a thick piece of cheese. That cheddar is going to be a thick piece of cheddar. And I'm going to put it on my sandwich and people are going to be like, you're going to have meat with that? Cheese? And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. And I eat it in front of them to make them feel bad. Um, so I, it's not that I don't, like, I really don't like those cheeses. They're fine. And the right moment, I'm going to eat me one of those cheeses. But Classic Taggart's going to go with the Classic Sharp Cheddar. See, yeah, on the subject of uh, food, mm. definitely for me, I I love mushrooms. I I would never love- have guessed from your attempt to grow right. your own mushrooms. <laughs> right, exactly. So growing my own mushrooms, sampling, and all that kind of different stuff. Uh-huh. But I am super basic when it comes to mushrooms, I would say, like... Give me a white button and maybe, uh, uh, I can't even think, like a... Right. What are they called? Like a portobello. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll go for a portobello as like a, you know... It's a little Burger bit. patty. Yeah. You know, or sure. something. Sure, But like, um, but like I've tried some fancy mushrooms. Yeah. Like, you know, some wild mushrooms. And I've tried... Not necessarily straight up, like, white truffle, like, from whatever, wherever. But I've tried, like, truffle oil and stuff like that. It's grody. No, it's not good. I, I've never had a truffle in my whole life. Yeah. And so, like, paying for something that's, like, you know, over a hundred, like, hundreds of dollars a pound. Right. You know. Right. 
and everything when you can buy a hundred pounds of mushrooms for like a dollar, you know, like the, right, the, the crazy thing is just like, I would totally just, I would eat mushrooms all day, every day. But then when you get to the fancy, fancy ones, it's like, this is not just like not worth it. It's just like, ugh, this just ruined this dish. Like, yeah, man. This just makes like, I would, I would send it back. I'd be like, nah, you can, you can, you can have that. That's that's fine. I don't, I don't need right. that. And everything. Um, See, for me, I would, I would think caviar is the same kind of thing. Yeah, like, I was I gonna would, say, I, I would don't say, have a, I have zero desire to have any kind of caviar ever. Like, mm-hmm. it just don't. Doesn't sound any kind of anything to me. So I'm, and uh, when I'm thinking about all this stuff, where I'm going is just like, uh, I'm mean, even the fancy foods, but especially like the fancy items, like the cars and the clothes and the mm-hmm. whatever. I'm just like, that's just to show people. Like, uh, and I apologize to anybody who has nice things, and that's not why you have them. <laughs> but for me. That's the only reason I would rationalize getting those things is if I wanted to show them off to other people. You know what I mean? Right. And that's just where I'm coming from. You could come from a different place and be like, well, these jeans, they cost $1,000, but I wear them for 18 years. Great on you. Like, that's great. But, no, but that's the thing. But I don't, Most people that buy those jeans wear them for the season, maybe, and then they have to get new jeans for next season. Yeah, maybe. It's like, I just I can't do it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me to spend my money on that kind of stuff when I can buy a no-name whatever that I can wear for just as long for five times less, if not more, or whatever. You know, like a hundred times less, maybe, in some situations. (laughs) Seriously. That's just expensive. So, So, and that's that's just where I'm at at the, like, fancy to... The basic stuff like give me the basic man is it going to cover my body am i going to be not naked great perfect <laughs> it's going to be comfortable even better like i don't need right. it you know suits and tuxedos are one thing like i'll go to your wedding you know but i'm not wearing that every day and uh what am i a farmer yeah right wearing a tuxedo every day <laughs> what <laughs> but uh it's after six but yeah, man, uh, that's just that's just where my mind goes with that stuff. So, f- um, yeah, hit me. One thing that that happened uh, uh, not terribly long ago, my uh, my friend just was uh, taken on a shopping spree. Yes, and uh, to uh, several different places, but uh, a lot of time at Nordstrom. Oh, um, from a with a well-off relative okay okay i see you and you know she got a lot of different clothes and she was planning on supposedly bringing them back to you know get a bunch of more clothes that are not you know three hundred dollars per item kind of a thing Uh but she came she came back with this pair of flats like this pair of shoes yeah with like and everything that um, like had like a rubber sole and like it was like zebra hide looking, right? Okay, I thought you were gonna say it was a and real so, zebra hide. I was like, what? So oh. it, they were they were four hundred and fifty dollars. Why? For a pair of shoes, like two hundred and twenty five dollars a shoe, and so I. Straight up, just for my own curiosity's sake, like I called up Nordstrom customer service, uh-huh. and I had just was like, "Hi, uh, we recently purchased your zebra print um, shoe number, blah 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 blah, whatever the box said, you know uh-huh. everything." Uh-huh. And I was like, "I," it's like my question is. Is this real zebra? Because it had like the hair and like the fur, you know, like, um, so it was like, you know, real animal something. Uh-huh. And so 
I was like, is this real zebra? And she's and the lady on the phone's like, oh, no, don't worry. It's only cowhide that's printed like zebra. And I'm like, for $450, I want real zebra. And I hung up the phone on her. Because <laughs> if you're buying like $450 shoes, I mean, come on. Like, right. what? A, an exotic the? animal better have been slaughtered. It's like, it is, that is ridiculous. Like, that is so much money for these that are, you know, just cow print or cowhide just printed, you know? We might as well just be, you know, made out of canvas or whatever. Right. Like, right. It's, yeah. And so that's the kind of thing that I think of is like, you know, where's this threshold of money where, like, yeah, if you were going, to the savannah and hunting down zebra yeah. and poaching zebra and exporting it, you know, illegally out of the country and then, you know, getting it in some underground shoe cop, some underground cobbler that's going to make you, you know, illegal hided shoes. Then, yeah, $450 makes sense. Yeah. But, if it's but like, oh, no, we're just, you know, this is just normal old stuff that we just make. You charge a lot of money for it's ridiculous well if you think about it if they are bringing that stuff over illegally and they want to sell it in a legit store they're gonna tell them it's cowhide printed to look like zebra <laughs> and they're like but it's this much <laughs> true if it's on the black market then yeah they're gonna they're gonna flaunt that it's actual zebra so who knows right. man it might still actually be zebra mm-hmm uh, I'd have to say bottled water, fancy bottled water. Oh, like yeah, bottled water. As long as it's not Arrowhead water, because Arrowhead water is just dirt, <laughs> like, made liquid. But like, liquid I'll dirt. take like, yeah, like, yeah, fancy bottled water tastes gross sometimes. It's just like, why did you spend $8 on this? It is not good. Yeah, water's water, like... Get a good filter and it's going to taste just as good. Like, it's just water. You know, it's enthused with ions. Yeah, whatever. It's just water. Yeah. <laughs> All water is infused with ions. It's called water. Yeah. He, he nailed it. <laughs> yeah. You just um, described water to me. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other things that I think uh, I wouldn't want to go terribly fancy on. As far like I mean, there's just so much thing, so much stuff that like the fanciness ruins it. And I'm gonna say like if you go like to like a super fancy house or something, uh-huh. like furniture like can be terribly uncomfortable and be ten times more than like just like a nice run-of-the-mill couch or chair or something. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, I've sat on some, you know, just, like, going to, like, you know, a crazy hotel or, um, you know, some, some, something like that where it's just, like, ugh, like, this chair, like, I guess it's made of, you know, like, satin something or other, but this is just, like, I'm, like, sliding off because it's, like, overstuffed <laughs> and it's, like, it's not, right. like, comfortable. Like, I don't, like, feel – and, like, the arm is, like, a like at weird angles and so, like, it looks, like, asymmetrical and it, it feels asymmetrical. I don't feel comfortable sitting in this stupid chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and just that. stuff like that. Like, yeah. So, I feel like furniture is a big one that, like, it just – like oh let's just get fancy on it and it's just like no just get be normal <laughs> um <laughs> trying to think of uh yeah yeah but clothes clothes for sure for sure like i'm not like yeah shoes uh we were like we were at uh footlocker or not footlocker nike uh-huh. nike outlet store and stuff yeah yeah and just like the crazy basketball shoes that they have now. Oh, yeah. Dude. And everything. It's just like, this is made of like pleather. 
Like, how is that comfortable? <laughs> like, that is, like, right? not breathable. There's, like, weird zipper, zippers and buckles and, and everything everywhere. And you're like, and this does nothing to help no. anything. So, I don't know. It's yeah. just style. It's just style. And I'm not a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the most expensive shoes I ever bought were running shoes because right. uh, you got to protect your feet when you run. But that's... Everyday kick arounds? Nah. Nah. Mm-mm. Give me that twenty to fifty dollar no shoe. That's Mm-mm. about my range right there. Right. I mean, yeah, it just like it just makes it so you can't do stuff, right? You bought like an expensive right. running shoe right. so that you could do what you need to do in that shoe. Right. Whereas you'll you'll see people spend, you know And it wasn't the most tw- expensive twice, running three- shoe. Like right, right. you know, they'll be they'll be spending two, three times that amount on a shoe that's like, oh well, these can't get wet. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, these shoes are Italian. They're worth more than your life. <laughs> I know. It's just like what? It's like, oh man, I got- someone will throw up on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, I just think it's, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other. I would say uh, maybe some uh, some fancy like silverware or flatware, like some 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 plates and stuff like that, like uh, fancy yeah. china uh, and stuff. It's like I, uh, this is just too. I never too, got too the risky. fancy china either. When we got married, we were like, "Do we want china?" And we're like, "No, we want pla- no. plates that we we can break because they will break." And yeah. Whatever, we'll. Mm-hmm. It's for eating, you know. We're just gonna eat on whatever we can eat on, and if it's nice enough that we can give it to a company person when they come over to eat with us, then mm-hmm. then great. But like, we don't need fancy schmancy chine. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm a frugal boy. What? Champagne tastes on a beer budget is like the saying, but I mean, I'm just, I'm just glad to just have, you know, reasonable taste. Yeah. And expect, right. expect quality, quality yeah. and function. You, you okay there? Sorry, I dropped my phone. Oh, <laughs> like you know, quality, function, and comfort over. Got a plug bag like, in here. Just being fancy. For, for no reason. Right. And and if I'm going to pay for it, I want real zebra. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, you know, I, I understand the principle. I don't want real zebra, really. <laughs> but, yeah. If, if, if I was paying for it. If. But, yes. <laughs> right. I wouldn't pay for it. I would, I would respect the zebra. Exactly. But, exactly. Yeah. Is this real zebra? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We'll fight you in court. Um... <laughs> But yeah, man, I don't know. That's just me. I don't. I don't get the appeal of the fancy business. Again, f- to me, the only reason I'd ever buy it was be like to show off to somebody, and I don't have anyone to show off to. Like it's a, and and I don't have enough money to care about that. Like it just doesn't make it. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I apologize to those out there who have the rich taste and like the cool stuff and whatever. Um, I just don't. It's not me. I don't get it. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe this episode wasn't for you. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, what do we got for our triggering of the memory? Ooh, thinking of th- talking about things that aren't so fancy. What if we take a memory lane, mem- mem- uh, 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 a jog in the memory back to when a. Uh, Back to summertime. A jog down memory leg, lane? What are we... We'll take a, how are we getting there? We'll take a trip back <laughs> with the with the jogging and and the sidestep. Maybe we sidle backwards and into time. We're going to go back to the days of the summer camp. Talk about our summer camp days, times. Did you, did you ever go to summer camp times, days? <laughs> So um, we did a, a week-long Boy Scout camp. Ooh, yep. Um, but 
uh, one of the things doing Boy Scouts through um, the LDS Church is you're always a day late because a lot of time, most of the times it starts on Sunday. It starts on Sunday, right, right. And, and everybody Monday. gets there, they get set up, and da da da. But all the all the Mormon kids show up on Monday, right? So you get uh, <laughs> you get the site, the campsites that are like way far away from the mess hall and and everything. But I never seemed to mind that. I didn't care. I mean, you know, it's it's all it's it's all the woods, right? It's all in the woods. It's all in the woods with the yeah. with the scary animals. I mean, they're. They're all pretty much like the same, uh, like the same quality of tents and everything. Yeah. It's not like you're like yeah. you know, getting like the. It's not like an '80s movie where you get there and it's just like you get the rotted out, you know, leaky yeah. whatever. It's just yeah. It's all my side of the mountain, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we did uh, we did a couple of uh, scout camps. Um, I didn't do any other really like uh camps except besides that um that i can think of um so it was just a week we didn't go for like any like month-long crazy like oh we're gonna find like the best friends right like, this is my yeah. my camp friend or whatever it's a wet hot american summer style <laughs> uh, right. but um there, um, there's a couple of things that we always did at camp. Okay, um, hit, hit me. We we always played poker, and we used M and M's and Starburst for poker chips. Okay. So like, okay, M and M's were like one, and then Starburst were like five, and every and sometimes you know if somebody brought other types of candy like. The big old pixie sticks and everything like that. Like we would, um, we would do that, but um, that was definitely uh, a go-to. And like, okay, so again, like gamble for candy. Great. Yeah, can't gambling for candy. It's there's like this this very juvenile like we're gonna try to be like you know grown up men kind of thing so we're gonna gamble we're gonna stay up late and then like the other thing was when welch's and i don't know if i brought this up before on the podcast but when welch's <laughs> came up with not uh not frozen concentrate juice but concentrate in a can uh, you remember those yes I, yeah so yeah. you would buy uh, i specifically would buy a couple of those and bring them up to camp yeah, like the and we would the fro like the frozen concentrate cans from the freezers, but it's in a soda can. Oh, so you don't have to keep it refrigerated. Gotcha. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm so, yeah, exactly. So Welch just had those for a while, um, so you would just open up the soda can, pour it in a pitcher, add some water, and bingo, bango, you got some juice. Oh, we nice. would drink it. We would drink it straight. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we would drink it straight like it was like hard liquor. Oh my! Because you would idiot. drink it and it would just be so pungently sweet that you'd be like, "Ooh!" I think I think four of, four. Of, okay. I think four of my who's next? I think four of my teeth just fell out listening to your story. I know exactly. Like, what's this rattle in the can? Oh, that's my molar. <laughs> like, yeah. So oh, that was man. definitely something we would do. We'd try to be like, "Oh, I'm cool. We're gonna." It's like we're big. We're we're big boys. We're gonna do this kind of this, that, and the other. But funny. But yeah, what uh, what do you remember from your camping days? Well, the most or, the most yeah. the most vivid story that I remember from any of my camps was um, uh, I think pretty sure i was a high school age boy at this point we went to camp so you're buying your own juice uh maybe i might i don't know <laughs> i might have had a job i might not have um mm -hmm. but we and if i was it was straight juice not concentrated <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Don't golf for the hard stuff. Um, so, okay. So there was this kid there. I won't name his name for those people who are listening who might know. And they will understand the story if they if they remember. But there was this kid there. And unfortunately, <laughs> we were giving him a hard time for almost the whole time. And I feel bad about it to this day. But um, we're giving him a hard time. And uh, and so he'd often be kind of like alone and sad and, and whatnot. So that was kind of sad. Anyways, but one time he we uh, we one of the thing one of the things that we would do. So there was bear sightings while we were up there. Ooh, dicey. Okay. And so we he was uh, afraid of the bear right and so we would mm-hmm. we that would be one of the things that we we would say you know kind of give him a hard time we're like oh man the bear's gonna get you buddy or whatever and he's like shut up guys it's not funny the bear could get me and we're like yeah whatever dude <laughs> and uh and literally one time to, almost at the end of the week he went off by himself kind of close to our tent he, but, we were in, in our camp area was kind of up, butted up against the little hill side, kind of rose up behind us. And he hiked up that and just was like chilling out there by himself. Like, uh, you know, I feel bad about it. Anyways, but he was up. Just like, just like, like kind of pouting, like they're getting away from you guys. Yeah, I don't know. He was, yeah, he just was like, I need some time by myself kind of situation. So he mm-hmm. climbed up the hill and he was chilling out there. And he heard some noises, and he thought, you know, it's probably one of the guys coming to pick on him or whatever. So he just chilled out, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and at one point, he heard it kind of close. He turned around. The bear was literally behind him, and he's what? Dead serious. He screamed bloody murder, ran down the oh. hill. The bear didn't follow him. But uh, ran down the hill to the camp, and he was, like, white, dude. He was white, and he, like, it's kind of like the movies. Like, he couldn't talk. He was just like, bear, 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 bear. <laughs> and we're like, what are you talking about? And he finally calmed down enough that he could tell us. And we were like, you're not serious. And he's like, look at my face. Like, I'm scared to death, you know. <laughs> we we're like, oh, right. my gosh, the whole time. Like, we're giving him a hard time about this bear. And he comes face to face with him, dude. Uh, yikes. Uh, yeah, so that's something that's steered in my brain. Because we were, like, not the nicest guys. And, and uh, like, the, the we we basically manifested this bad thing for him to, to deal with this bear. Jeez, that's crazy. Uh, it was bad news. So anyways, that's one that's that's very vivid that I remember very well. Um, scary business. So yeah, and then we like reported it and the guys like got their pellet guns and like went looking for him because he was close. Oh. Close to the camp, pellet you know, guns. they're like going. Yeah, that's good. Shoot the bear away or whatever. I don't remember. Maybe it was a real gun. They just maybe told us it was pellets. I don't know. They went to they went to <laughs> they went to get him to try to chase him away from the camp. But uh, whew, yeah, that whole night we were, we all were pretty scared. We were like, dude, he was right up that hill. It was not far away mm-hmm. from us at all. Um, so there you go. There's a there's a camp story for you. Jeez, man, because like all the time that I've gone camping. And everything. I've never seen a bear. The the most that we've seen is like a, there was some moose in this place where we wanted to camp. Yeah. And you know, moose are extraordinarily dangerous, and you got to watch out. Yeah, and they're mean folk. But but we just kind of had like a little bit of a standoff because they had like they were they were. There's this nice little mountain lake, and there's this one patch of grass, you know, because it's, like, usually pretty rocky around right. lakes a lot of times and everything. So we were just like, oh, this is where we want to camp. Like, so we just kind of had a standoff, and it was also probably not smart because it was, like, a mom and her 
um, and her calf. Oh, yeah, you know, dude. Calf what calf. in the jazz? <laughs> so we didn't do we, we were just like, okay, we're just going to stand here, you know, a couple, you know, like 100 yards away just to kind of chill out and just see if they move. And, you know, I think she caught wind of us and she's just like, okay, these guys aren't going anywhere. And we're like, yeah, we're just going to stand here. Like ready to run into the tree line if we if we need to and uh, yeah eventually she just packed up her calf and walked away and so we set up camp and everything like that but then in the middle of the night or like she must have come back like in the middle of the night because when we woke up there were like poop piles like all around our tent really I'm like oh man like she's like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna tell these tell these boys what, what what I think of them you know it was but uh yeah ooh mm-hmm. but yeah I mean scout camp was all about throwing stuff into fires tr- climbing trees whittling right ooh, whittling okay. one thing that we did at camp uh-huh. um this was right after the phantom menace came out and uh, we all got like walking sticks, uh-huh. and we whittled uh, our walking sticks into lightsabers. Nice. I still have. Okay, so I had like a walking stick is a pretty good size, right? And I mean, maybe like four feet. So your lightsaber is not going to be that long. So I cut the end of mine off and. Um, with the um, extra, I'd say, you know, 10 inches or so, uh-huh. I made myself a little lightsaber dagger. So it's just barely, like, handle just barely fits in the palm of my hand and then, like, has, like, the blade coming out of it. And it, it's got, like, you know, the different rings on it and the little button that you press and everything like that. And I still nice. have that thing. That's right? awesome. Yeah. But not only did we uh, carve our lightsabers... We also choreographed, like, the next lightsaber battle thing. And, like, uh, so we had somebody with, like, a full staff. Uh-huh. And then we had people with just, like, you know, um, regular, um, you know, uh, shorter sticks for to represent store, swords uh-huh. or sabers, you know, as opposed to the um, Darth Maul style. And so we we did it to where it's like okay, so we're gonna go, you know, high, high, low, low, high, high, low, low, like you know, <laughs> like da, 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 da. Uh-huh. And so we did it like slow and like got it down, and then we got faster and faster, you know, just like choreographing like, you know, ten moves at a time or something. Uh-huh. And we got to the point where we were going like pretty much full steam, and if you messed up. Like, if you didn't get the combo right, then, yeah, you got hit in the shin. Yeah. Or, like, almost, like, you know, smacked across the face, like, kind of stuff. We're just like, yeah, this is – we are going full full tilt by the end of this this week. Yeah, man. And everything like that. And so – Maybe a, I don't know, probably, like, 30-second fight scene with, like, four different people, which was – Yeah. So, yeah, did, you, did you get the stunt fight scene merit badge for that chore- uh, <laughs> choreographer? You know what? Uh, I ran out of blue cards. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's your and, own fault, man. You know, I just didn't, <laughs> just didn't get it signed, and so yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> what what do you oh, do? You, blue cards, man. There's yeah. got to be a better system now, right? It's all on <laughs> for the worst. It's all online now. Because like you would come home after a week. Of you know you you're supposed to in a lot of t- camps, you're you're supposed to either wear your scout shirt uh-huh. with full regalia, you know, with the the handkerchief and the shorts and the everything, right? Or you could wear the camp shirt that they provided for you, right? And then, like, at certain nights, you have to wear your, your scout shirt and stuff like that. So, like, of course, the first thing that happens when you get home is somebody does your laundry. Right. Yourself or your parents. 
<laughs> and what's in the pockets? All the blue all cards. your blue cards, yeah. which are just cardboard, pla- like cardstock, and your totem chip, which just gets washed like automatically. <laughs> like lost more totem chip cards than corners for sure. <laughs> like that's hilarious. And uh, um, uh, there was one. There's one camp I specifically remember. Um, this was, uh, I think this was a Cub Scout camp. Uh huh. Okay. But um, I got like an extra large shirt or something. It was like way too big for me. Okay. Um, again, because we came on Monday, right? And they were they were out of normal sizes. Uh huh. And so um, I had this like big shirt that was like a dress, and um, I used it to catch fish. And so it, like, whenever we would catch a fish, I would, like, reach inside my shirt, where, like, at my stomach, and I would, like, use it to, like, grab the fish so we could take the hook out. Because they were, like, usually, like, sunfish. So they got, like, a little spiky, you know, uh, dorsal fin and stuff like that. Okay. And so the front of my shirt was just slime on with mud and dirt, like, caked on it. It was gross. But after that, I since it was an extra large, I wore that shirt till I was like twenty five. Nice. <laughs> and I got it. In, I got it when I was like eight. Nice. That shirt was so thin by nice. the end. Oh, I loved that shirt though. Do you have uh, Do you have any favorite merit badges that you got at camp, or that you worked for? Um, Maybe you didn't even get it, but like activities for the. For the yeah. badges. So, um, the life-saving merit badge was pretty fun. Yeah. You know, you had to, you had to um, you know, do a bunch of different things in the pool or the lake, you know, depending on where you right. uh, had camp. Right. You had to, like, you had to, like, fish, like, a 10-pound brick from the bottom of the pool. You had to, um, like figure out how to make like a um you blow all your clothes up yeah blow your clothes up like make your clothes into a flotation device and everything but there was one part i specifically remember that you have to um, be able to essentially disrobe down to your bathing suit underneath your pants um within like a minute or less or something like 30 seconds or something like that. Uh-huh. And since they had so many kids there and kids, you know, were at camp and so we're wearing a variety of different outfits and whatever, they told us to come fully dressed with our bathing suits underneath, you know, for this for this particular part of it. Uh-huh. But they're like, okay, so if you're wearing shorts instead of pants, because yeah, I guess the goal is like, you know, if you're going to save somebody's life, like... You don't want to be weighed down by all your clothes, so you're going to strip off your shirt, strip off your pants and shoes and socks and jump in in your underwear, right? Right, and right, right, swim right. out, swim out to save somebody. Right, right, right. Um, so they were like, okay, if you're not wearing pants, then it's like you have five less seconds, right? Five fewer seconds. Okay, than, okay. Than the time frame. If you're not wearing socks, then you have like four last seconds or something and if you're you know we're not wearing a belt then you have this or whatever and like they like listed off all this stuff and i was like hold up and i like did the math real quick and i'm like so if i strip down right now to just my bathing suit with all the deductions Uh i'd still have four seconds to jump into the pool and they're like no no like you have to wear what you're wearing like i was like oh come on and then I just remember this one kid, as he's going, you know, he's trying, like, in the 30 seconds, he's getting everything. And then it's, like, the last thing. We're, like, 10, 9, 8. He's, like, struggling to get his, like, last sock off. We're, like, 3, 2. He just, like, jumps off the edge of the pool with his sock still on, flips it off, like, in the air, and then, like, belly flops into the water, like, right at the one and they gave it to him. They're like, "All right, <laughs> uh, you'd job. have to." Like, uh, that's impressive. Yeah. I'm like, he technically had the sock off before he hit the water, he not did before great. he launched himself. Yeah, but 
Yeah. Nice. So, that was a fun merit badge. What about you? What was your... Dude, my favorite merit badge ever that I got at camp was the Small Boat Sailing Merit Badge. Oh, nice. You... I didn't get to sail until I was freaking in college, man. Well, uh, only one camp that we went to even had this. Uh, from all the mm-hmm. all the scout camps that I went to as a child, there was only one camp that offered it. And you had to already have your swimming and life-saving merit badges, your row, mm-hmm. your rowing and canoeing merit badges. So not Jeez. a lot of people had all of those to be able to do this. So I think there was like four of us or something in that class. So there was two small sailboats and we had two teams of two. That was like the class, and it was mm-hmm. it was me and and uh, 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 Daniel Taekwondo, you know, what I'm talking <laughs> about, um, and it, it was super fun, dude. So we had to like, it was just this little sunfish, and it basically like, it was a really small boat with a you know with the rudder on the back, and you put the like fin through the middle of it the keel yeah the, yeah to, to help the keel <laughs> it's a fin it's basically a fin. well it yeah. was a big fin. i mean it's a teeny boat so like you know right. there's not much to it it's just a fin through the middle and then it, it was the you know the mass and the sail on it and that was really about mm-hmm. it there wasn't there wasn't too much to it but we had to do everything we had to capsize it like the the lake or whatever that we were on was deep enough that if you go to the middle, you could capsize the whole thing with the mast still attached underneath. underneath. Yeah. And you basically Mm -hmm. are like, when you tip over, you grab that keel fin with your life because it'll just fall out the top if you don't Mm -hmm. grab it. And then it's gone to the bottom of... It just sinks. Yeah, to the bottom of the... uh, of the lake, and you could you really that's really helpful to turn it back around because <laughs> uh, it was like a you know, you you crank on it, you can stand on that bit and try to pull the other side up, and the other guy goes over and like pushes the mast back up. It was a whole thing, but um, mm-hmm. but dude, it was so cool. We would just go out, and when the wind was good, we'd just sail around the lake and like. Uh, once we got like the major things, uh, you know, the major things done, like the capsizing and then whatever the other mm-hmm. requirements were, those only really took us like the first couple three days or something. So like the last couple days of camp was just like we just go put the boat together and sail for an hour and a half or whatever, however long it was. It was awesome. That's way fun, man. It was awesome. It was my favorite, for sure. Yeah. Easy, yeah. easy pickings. Yeah, we were definitely, like, yeah, swamping, uh, what's it called? Uh, canoes and uh-huh. everything for the yep. canoeing merit badge and having to, like, try to flip it over and having canoe races and different things like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, good old. Got to get out on the water, man. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. Yeah. Because um, I think that's one of the big things is like, yeah, there's not a lot of places. I mean, we did like the polar bear swims and everything. Like there's not a lot of places that you can go or a lot of times you can have just like, you know, let's just go out on the lake. Let's just, you know. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, no, it's good stuff. Uh, what, my friend, is your new? What is new with you? Well, my new is something that you turned me on to and that oh. I was going to ask you to send me the thing that you recorded uh, because I'd be watching myself some James Acaster and laughing just quite a bit mm. this yes. this week. For, mm-hmm. for those who are not familiar, um, 
I don't know. He's apparently super popular in Britain because he's on like mm-hmm. all those panel shows, like all yes. like all of them. Um, but uh, there is a the, he's got a he got a special on Netflix. It's a four part special that are it's it's like a. I don't want to give any it away necessarily, but like it's all connected. Like the four shows are all like an right. He's an a, interconnected he's a really story storyteller. Yeah, and it's it's very good how he weaves in like stories of his life at the same time as he's got this bit. Like yeah, just silly, silly jokes. Um, mm-hmm. But they're but yeah, very smart and uh, yeah. Uh, like there, there's one that I mean, my one of my favorite parts, and this isn't necessarily a spoiler because it's like at the very beginning of his one of his uh, one of the episodes. I can't remember which one. Uh huh. But the when he's on his knees, you remember this? Uh-huh, that's the very yeah, that's the very first one. Yeah. So um, the bit is basically that he um, he, he starts out his comedy sh- uh, his uh, his show on his knees, and he relates a story of the Olympics where you only as a figure skater. Uh huh. Um, or um, you only have a certain amount of time that you are allowed to be on the ice. But this uh, figure skating pair had p- picked a particular song that like culminates, you know, later than they the allotted like, later time. than their time, the allotted time. Right. And it's like, you know, to really get the punch that they needed and everything, they needed this song to play and they couldn't cut out the beginning either. And so there's like something that was like as soon as your skates hit the ice, your time starts. Right. And so they found this loophole where they went out on their knees and just kind of shuffled their way and did their kind of choreography to the beginning of this song and then got up. And that's when their time started and, you know, all that kind of different stuff. And so he starts off his show saying, like, this doesn't count. Like, all this I'm that I'm doing knees. right now. Right. He's like, this is not this special. This is, you know, uh, this doesn't count. And so it's just, it's super, it's super funny. It's super good. Yeah. Oh, man. And he's just quick, man. So I've been watching a lot of clips this last week of mm-hmm. of just, all those panel shows and he's one of the hosts on one of the show called hypothetical. Have you seen any of those? Uh, yes. Yes. So you, which, is that one of the one with Richard? I, uh, uh, what's his name? Well, uh, Moss from the it crowd. Well, there's an episode, there's a couple episodes where, where Richard is on that, but, he, but, uh-huh. but James and it's what John, John, oh, uh, what's his face? Something, yeah, something comb. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is are they're, they're kind of like the hosts, and there's two teams, and it's kind of like an improv, almost like a, uh, um, oh my gosh, what's the game? Would you like? Oh, it's almost like a would you rather TV show. Mm-hmm. So they give them these scenarios and they're like, what would you do in this scenario? Like, get, and you have to go into like detail of how you would do this. And, uh, and a lot of times James will be like the person to act it out with them. Like if they get so far and they're like, okay, we see that that could work, but you'd need to call this person to like make it, you know, to mm-hmm. make this idea fly or whatever. James, you be this person. And he like uh, pretends to be the, they're pretty funny. Yeah. Like the one I saw, like he, like, it's like having like a, going into a job interview, holding six eggs. Yeah. It was like, so it was like, (laughs) it was like Richard had to hold six eggs in his hands for like a year or something was the, yeah, exactly. For like, 
however much money and everything. Yeah. Right. So it's like, what if you had a job interview? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I would never address it. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty good. That that one was pretty funny. It's like, this is just kind of turned into like, which one of us is the most awkward comedian? (laughs) Um, the, some of those were, I was watching those the other day and I was just killing myself because they're pretty dang funny. I think he's pretty funny and he's quick. And I'm like, how would you have even thought gone that way in that amount of time, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the wit. So like, he's a funny, but like on those shows, like he's, he's very quick, very quick. So anyways, uh, that's that. That's me. That's my new. There you go. Check it out, Mr. James A. Caster. Uh, what uh, what about yourself, sir? Um, so I recently, um, so I've been, I've been stuck. Oh, okay, great. Poked or prodded a lot in the last month oh oh that kind of stuff like a lot okay yes like so um like way more than normal like it's been crazy like i i don't like regularly go to the doctor for checkups or anything um and this just this last month has been very crazy um so I, we talked about, you know, how I drew your blood when I was first studying phlebotomy a long time ago. Uh Uh-huh, yes. And everything. So I got recertified for phlebotomy uh, here. And, like, the the level of class here (laughs) versus what I took um, in, in Colorado, it was was ridiculous because really? there I had to get 150 sticks, like 150 blood draws per semester for two semesters. And that's why I'm resorting to like drawing my buddy's friend or my buddy's friend, my buddy's blood in the bathroom. Right. Right. Whereas this class was three evenings. The first evening was a couple of, minutes of reading over like the not even textbook like the printed leaflet kind of like you know uh-huh. maybe 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 10 pages or something for like an hour hour and a half and then we like practice sticking each other like just the three people that were in this class and then the next evening we joined the people that were training because this was just to be certified in the state we were joining the ones that were certifying for the national test, which is a little bit more in depth, but that means they actually have to take a written test. So they have some more studying to do. And there's just like, I want to say like four weeks as opposed to like three days. Really? Cause they have like, they have to learn what all the tubes, like all the, like okay. what are the different additives in the tubes and what's the order you draw the tubes and this, that, and the other. And, um, but the actual practical part of the test is you have to get four blood draws, two from an arm and two or two from arms and two from hands, and then you're done. You're they're certified through this program. Really, and four so that, four draws and that's it. That's it. Four successful. You have to get blood. That's it. Yeah, and so we so. I had half a class of being stuck like three or four times. Okay. Then the next class, we practiced on each other like the whole time. And so that was uh, maybe five or so times or four or five times again. And then with the um, certification on the last day, it's like, well, everybody pretty much has to get stuck four times, right? Because everybody needs four draws. Right. And everybody, you know, so you're going to get pretty stuck four times minimum. 
whereas you could get more if people are unsuccessful, right? And granted, I wasn't successful. I like picked somebody who was a little bit harder and didn't get any blood, so I had to do it again. And for whatever reason, like that totally threw me off and I didn't get blood again and I was getting very frustrated. But the last four just went perfectly fine. But I had to get stuck multiple, like I got stuck, I think, seven times that night. Yikes. And then I did go to the doctor for a checkup and got my blood drawn again. Uh-huh. And I was all I was all bruised. <laughs> Both my arms were just like crazy bruised. And then I went um, for um, this other thing, um, participating in a study for... Oh, man, I'm going to have to look it up. I can never remember what it is. Chikagunya. The Chikagunya virus. Okay. Not not familiar. It's like like, um, given or it's transmitted by mosquitoes. Gives you like joint pain and stuff, but it's like... Hmm. You get it if you were like the same places you would get dengue fever or Zika. Okay, okay. So there's a clinical study to try to create a vaccine so that then they can combine it with the vaccines for Zika and dengue. So it's kind of like a right. measles, mumps, triple, and rheumatoid. Triple threat. Yeah, exactly. Right. The triple thing. So I had to get my blood drawn for that as well. And so I'm just like. Veins are just like getting shot, <laughs> like it's crazy, and so, um, so yeah. And then there's another study at work uh-huh. where they have to draw your blood a couple times, and so I'm like debating. I'm like, do I want to do this? And then it's like, well, you also have to get like you know, you at the end you have to do not just a vial of blood. You have to do a like a whole blood donation kind of thing where it's like. 300 to 500 milliliters so i'm like you have to give like a pint of blood oh wow at the end and i was talking to the guy about it and he's like and this is why i got certified because you know we're doing tests like this at work and so Uh we're paid for the certification and everything nice and i was like yeah i don't know about that and he's like yeah it's like the worst part is we have to do it like through syringes so we don't just like have like the bag that just kind of goes you have to like sit there and you stick it in and you draw like you know, 50 milliliters and you right. have to like draw another 50. Swap it like, out. Oh, that sounds freaking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and then I, even before that I got stuck for just to see if I had like, you know, COVID antibodies and stuff. So like probably all in all in the last month, I'd say 25 times Holy cow. or something like that. It's that's crazy. Maybe like 20, but it's been a lot. <laughs> wow, and, dude. Yeah. So, um, feeling a little tired. <laughs> yeah. Low on the But board. yeah, like, and that's the thing is like, and I mean, the worst part about it is like, yeah, because I, I would never normally bruise, but obviously with somebody who's brand new and they're like fishing around, it's like that, right. uh, and, like, I'm trying to just, like, take it and everything. It's like that scene in uh, Arrested Development when Buster's pretending to be in a coma. And he's got, like, the kid, got people doing, like, dental practice, you know. Right. And, like, cosmetic surgery. It's like, oh, uh, yep, you just hit a nerve. He'd be screaming right now. It's like, oh. He's just like, it's like, you just gotta, okay, okay, just power through it. Everybody's learning, you know, but... Yeah, so um, phlebotomy, it's it's fun, fun stuff. But it's interesting because, like, you know, if somebody does it well, it doesn't hurt, like, at all. Right. Like, you barely even feel it. And, yeah, now it, if somebody does it terribly, it hurts really, really badly. <laughs> and so it's, uh, it's kind of interesting to see the contrast yeah man crazy yeah that is the new that uh yeah i I got i wish your veins well 
Thank you. Yes, sir. I think they shall recover. Yes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And thanks, everybody, for uh, hit, hitting us in. Yeah. Your ears. I got happy. For this podcast. Yeah, I got happier. Appreciate you guys listening. We are here each week, as you yes. hopefully know. Yes. And we got extra stuff on Patreon. Yes. If you want to join us there. Please um, do. I'm really excited for our next um, beginning to the end. Yes. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to be really fun. And we will announce that Ooh. and uh, get... Get uh, you guys that available on uh, our Patreon, and hopefully get um, get some more games. Yeah. If uh, if anybody has some suggestions of games, oh please send them. We are we are down for that. I mean, that's um, open for whatever you got. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one game that I've been. I've been thinking about how to turn it into the podcast. Um, I'll tease it a little. Do you remember the Automatopoeia game that I thought of? Uh, maybe. Remind me. Um, the working title was "Who Put the Bop in the Bop Shabop Shabop." <laughs> I think that's a that's a to print title classic. Right. Yeah. So uh, basically. Um, instead of song lyrics, it's all the uh, random, like sound, song or automatopias that people use in songs. Okay, you have to tell me what the song is. But right, 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 right. We will, we will see if we can get that going, and uh, we will have something new for you guys next week. Yes, sirs and madams. All right. all right, take care, everybody. Thanks, guys.